We both enjoyed a good chuckle as I started the car and pulled away from the curb. We didn't speak at all on the way back to her apartment, where we needed to gather our clothes and instruments before driving to the club. Once on the way again, we remained silent still, not from disinterest, but from the pull we were both beginning to feel in our hearts. It was time to put our performance face on, much like an athlete puts on his game face. By the time we finally arrived at the Ellicott Room, it was after seven o'clock. Lenny D. was pacing like a caged animal, waiting to pounce on us as we entered the lobby. Barely managing to control his hot temper, he jerked his thumb towards the dressing room without saying a word. Knowing we had cut it much too close for our 7.30 showtime, we hurried to the dressing room to change into the clothes that were in the garment bag slung over my shoulder. Between our clothes, her guitar case, and my old burgundy velvet-lined sax case, I was pretty winded as she opened the dressing room door, but I couldn't shake the strange feeling in my gut. This was all too rushed, with everything that had happened to us so quickly, not to mention Violetta's anticipation of journeying to the zone once again. The world just felt a little out of sync. Glancing at Violetta, I could sense the nervousness in her face. I was about to leave the dressing room to give her some needed space and time alone before our performance, when there was a knock on the door. Before I could even reach for the doorknob, Lenny D came barreling in, only adding to the strangeness of the evening. Listen, you two, I was thinking it might be better for the two of you to do the whole show together tonight. No need to keep him waiting for the kid to come on stage later, Violetta. Everyone sure loved you both last night, you know? Disturbed from her pre-concert routine, Violetta was obviously shaken by Lenny's intrusive entrance so close to showtime. She just nodded blankly before returning her attention to the image in the mirror in front of her. I knew this evening was going downhill fast. After Lenny left the dressing room, I walked over to Violetta, kissed her on the forehead, and did my best to calm her down. You'll be fine, Violetta, I assured her without believing it myself. Woody, if anything happens tonight, you won't, I mean, please, don't leave me alone, she pleaded. Not a chance, Violetta, I answered, and nothing is going to happen. Just concentrate on doing a great show. Everything else will follow in its own way. I realized that my own words didn't sound all that convincing even to myself, and I suspect Violetta took little comfort from them. There was another knock on the door. Five minutes, Violetta, announced the stage manager without entering the dressing room. She looked at me, unable to hide the panic she must have been feeling about what was about to take place, or not. Showtime! echoed the disembodied voice from the hallway outside the dressing room, followed by a single loud and intrusive knock, more distraction from what we needed to be focusing on. I bent forward and lifted my sacks from its velvet-lined case, suspecting I would soon be in the position of physically needing all the warmth it could offer. Violetta was still staring into the mirror, oblivious to anything going on around her. Violetta, I whispered, so as not to startle her. 
You look absolutely beautiful tonight, even more than usual, I fibbed, hoping to lift her spirits but failing miserably. She turned towards me and gave me a look that seemed to ask, Did you just say something? I opened the dressing room door, waving my right arm across the threshold in a gesture that was meant to indicate it was time to leave the confines of this room. It took several moments for her to realize where she was and what I was doing, standing there like a marble statue with one arm in front of me in the open doorway and the other holding my saxophone. After a flicker of recognition, she stood, grabbed her cane, and limped past me out the door into the hallway. Uh, Violetta, did you forget something? I asked in as close to a joking tone of voice as I could muster, immediately recognizing that any attempt at humor was misplaced under these circumstances. She just looked at me as if in a daze, with not a clue of what I had just asked her. So I planted my foot against the door to prop it open and reached back to grab her guitar from its stand, somehow managing not to drop my saxophone in the process. She wordlessly took the guitar from me before abruptly turning away and setting off towards the stage in stiff, robot-like movements. I followed close behind, not knowing if I should say anything more. With each step, my dread merely increased in intensity, my thoughts warning me that this evening was not going well. The closer we got to the backstage area, the more we could hear the intensity of voices coming from those already seated in the audience, awaiting the show they had already surely heard about from those in attendance last night. It's funny, but you can get a real feel for your audience before you even set foot on stage. Last night's pre-concert buzz was subdued and affectionate. This evening's sounds were almost raucous, ripe with expectation, challenging us to deliver on the unspoken promise of an excellent show. I could hear the master of ceremonies already concluding his introduction of us at stage front before we had even made it to the stage entrance. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Please welcome the Ellicott Room's own beloved artist of the guitar and voice, Violetta, accompanied this evening by brilliant tenor saxophonist Woody Reed. I actually laughed out loud at his choice of words. I was not yet ready to consider myself brilliant by any stretch of the imagination. And that final moment before our feet would transport us onto the stage without even thinking about the required steps, I placed my arm around Violetta's shoulder in a final gesture of physical support and emotional encouragement. I was startled by the instant realization that she was shaking, her skin actually cold to my touch. I'm right beside you, Violetta, I whispered in her ear without removing my arm from her shoulder.